0: Break today with Joan Nash on Live 95.
1: Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, if you gave birth last October or November, you may have been invited to give your thoughts on the experience for a national survey by HICWA, the details of which have now been released. 3,000 mothers took part. Most of them had a good experience, but 15% did not. Joining us on the programme this morning to tell us more, we have Rachel Flynn from Hicwa, and we also have new mum Emma Carroll as well. Good morning to you both. Uh, if I can start with you, Rachel, good morning to you. How are you? Good, Gillian. Thank you. Um, it would seem that the, from what you've compiled, the mums that were unhappy about the this, they were unhappy about the post-birth experience. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, so we, as you said in your introduction, we um, surveyed women that gave birth um, in the month of October, November of last year. um, And we asked them about their whole experience from when they became pregnant Um, to the care that they received when they were in hospital to some of the questions were on feeding. And then there were a number of questions um, relating to when the woman went back home about the care she received from the public health nurse or the GP. So it's not just the hospital, it spans the GP and the public health nurse as well. And and the whole idea of this is to identify areas for improvement. So as you said rightly, 15% of women had a poor a fair to poor experience nationally and the areas that were identified were the period just after birth um, and really what women were saying in the survey that they wanted to be able to ask questions about labour and birth um, and they, were probably, they weren't given the opportunity in some of the cases to do that. The second area that was highlighted both nationally and also locally in particular to the University Maternity Hospital Limerick was around mental health. So having enough information about your mental health that um, And, you know, that should be given to you when you're pregnant, but also when you go home after the birth, having time to discuss um, your mental health with either the public health nurse, the, the GP or the practice nurse within the GP setting.
1: Were you kind of pleased about the fact that the vast majority were happy with the experience? So this is
0: a baseline, you know, this is the very first time we've ever asked women in this country about their experience and it it, it covers all 19 maternity units and hospitals in Ireland. Uh, we have a baseline now and that baseline is saying that 85% of women are happy. Uh, you know, our are, are you know have positive experience, but fifteen percent have fair to poor experiences, and that is still a significant number. And um, so, you know, when we put the the figures back to the HSE, they were talking about we, we'd like to push that eighty five into the nineties, so that less and less women have a fair to poor experience. Nobody sets out for a woman to have a fair to poor experience, but for a woman to actually report that back, it you know that that is something that we need to look at and need to improve.
1: And before the survey was carried out, do you think that women who were unhappy with the experience voiced that unhappiness, or did um, they keep it to themselves?
0: I I think there's some evidence to suggest that women find it hard to voice that back to the services. Either that they don't know how to do that in a in a constructive way, or that they just feel that you know that that was you know you know I suppose harmed their relationship with the services going on. So this. Uh, The idea of this experience survey is for, you know, somebody like HICWA working with the HSE and also the department to do it in a very unbiased way to identify questions that are used internationally as well. And it's all about were you treated with respect and dignity? Were you provided with, with enough information? The information that you were provided with, could you understand? Were you involved in decision making? Was your partner involved as much as you wanted him to be? So they're all questions you know, that really, I suppose, paint a picture of the woman's experience and um, and feeds that back. And to be fair, the the the, the staff on the ground are, are really encouraged by the feedback. You know, it's not HICWA saying this, it's not the HSE, it's not the Department of Health saying this. It's women that are using the services. So they like to hear the feedback, uh, both the positive but also the 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 where improvements need to be made. And I suppose it would be um, very important to stress that women in the survey, there were very positive comments made towards staff. Um, In particular, the midwife, there was over 2,000 comments, very positive comments made towards the midwife. And um, really, I suppose the the, uh, women that participated in the survey very much saw that there was a a real shortage of staff in particular, um, you know, that period where the woman has had the baby, they go back to the ward, and they need support and encouragement around feeding, um, I suppose, preparing themselves to go home, that there was a real shortage of staff in, in, in that in that area. So I, I do think um, women, you know, I do think the staff appreciate that feedback. Um, as I said, the positive, but also where, where improvements
1: need to be made as well. How did Limerick compare it with the rest of the country?
0: So... It, you uh, in your introduction you talked about um, 85% saying that they had a very good or good experience. In Limerick 82%, so slightly below the national average. And if you look through the questions they, they, they I suppose they score very similar to the national average. Um, about 183 women responded to the survey from University Maternity Hospital Limerick and that gave us a 49% response rate. But I suppose in terms of what people said nationally, the mental health uh, has come up in in the results for University Maternity Hospital Limerick as well in particular when the woman becomes pregnant having that information about mental health and also when she's you know back in her home with the baby and um, not having enough time to talk about her mental health with either the gp the practice health, practice nurse or the public health nurse
1: okay well Emma Carroll who's a new mum is with us on the line as well this morning good morning to you, Emma Emma, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi, Emma. Emma, um, Emma, you had your baby in April, is that right? I did indeed. Yes. So, so that was after this survey was carried out. This survey was obviously carried out during normal time, you know, before all yes. the lockdown stuff. But you didn't have a good experience with your birth, and that was partly related to lockdown, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No. To
2: be honest, though, it's it entirely, I suppose, to lockdown. Now, obviously, at the time, we were in full lockdown. Um, Everything was entirely unprecedented and maternity services were really doing their best, as were every other health service, to kind of accommodate people as best they could and kind of navigate their way through this unknown territory, I suppose. So it was what it was at the time. Um, But unfortunately now it just seems to have persisted across the years. We're seven months in now, really, um, and there's been no significant change for women, their partners or their babies accessing these services either.
1: Yeah, and you've set up a, a Facebook page so that people can share their experiences. Tell me about that. What you what have you been hearing on it?
2: Yeah, so myself and Kira Mcguine, who is a Limerick mum herself, and um, we set up this page. Basically, it came about. Uh, we had noted in the media a couple of weeks ago that there was whispers discussing maternity care. And the both of us kind of were sitting at home with our small babies. Um, I had mine in April and Kira had hers in March. And we both kind of just sat back and said, are these restrictions still affecting people? Has nothing changed since what we went through um, happened? You know, we've seen society reopen. We've seen things come to par. The medical services getting back on track and that kind of thing. And yet maternity has come been left in the shadows completely, um, not even given a mention of the Living With Covid plan. Um, so, yeah, like you say, we set up our Facebook page page with the sole intent really of allowing people who've been affected to tell their story in their own words and um, to kind of make a case for why this shouldn't be happening um, and it makes for really harrowing reading to be honest.
1: Rachel, had you a plan to repeat this survey this year?
2: Yeah, so the, the
0: plan is um, the survey will be repeated every two years but we're currently working on a survey um, it, it's to do with women that have had a loss during pregnancy or after pregnancy, stillbirth, um, neonatal death. So we're working on a survey to capture the experiences of those women and that will be rolled out and then we we'll would repeat this survey again um, you know, to identify have there been improvements made in, in terms of um, maternity services.
1: But will you be looking specifically about how lockdown restrictions or COVID-19 restrictions are affecting the whole birth experience yeah. at all?
0: So this should come up in the survey and um, this should come up. So we, we ask about um, partner involvement. We ask about information. So if, as Emma has described, there's been restrictions to even things like antenatal gases and um, partner involvement in, in different um, checkups, but also in, 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 in when they're in the hospital. So this will come up as part of the survey. Also, women are asked what was good about their experience in maternity hospitals, what wasn't so good. And I'd imagine that women that have had um, restrictions due to lockdown and not had partner involvement, that they would um, indicate that in that question. So we would get that feedback back through the surveys.
1: Okay, well, Emma, does that are you reassured by that? At least the information is going to be made, um, is going to be gathered about how it's affecting women?
2: Yeah, like, I mean, that's a positive step, obviously, but on a governmental level, on a hospital board level, it doesn't take away from the fact that 150 babies are going to be born today. Um, their mothers aren't going to have proper support throughout labour and the postnatal period. Um, many, many more women will miscarry today, and they will have other awful news received during appointments and be totally alone. Um and it's just, it, I don't think it really, really captured that. And I'm not sure how it's going to affect these women uh, retrospectively. I mean, we're seven months in now at this stage. And it's not Hickwood's it fault. Um, but I think something really seriously needs to be done. Um, if you had have asked me in April, March time, I would have said that this is an impending crisis in terms of um, maternal mental health and physical health as well, in terms of checkups that haven't been done, follow-ups on, on maternal physical health. Um but I would say now we're in the full swing of a crisis, an undocumented, unknown crisis, to be honest with you. And women need support, as well as their partners as well, who's gone through a tough time too. Yeah.
1: E- Emma, introduce us there because I can hear somebody in the background who's yeah. obviously right next to you. Who's that?
2: She is, this is Liv. Um, so she was born in April, lockdown down baby, okay. entirely unaware of
1: the environment around her.
2: Well, um, she sounds like, a,
1: sounds like a very happy baby. She is. We've done our best. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, Rachel, um, certainly very interesting uh, t- to learn of those concerns that mothers had even prior to lockdown. And uh, good that some more information is going to be gathered um, as we go through these restrictions. And I'm sure you'll come back to fill us in on uh, the latest survey when those details are made available. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Gillian. Right. Thank that's, you, Emma. As that, well. That's Rachel Flynn from HICWA and Emma Carroll, um, who and who set up that Facebook page along with Limerick mum Kara Mcguine. And the name of that Facebook page, if you're interested, is In Our Shoes COVID Pregnancy. Call Limerick Today now on forty six nineteen ninety five.